There are naturally no snakes and no spiders. Oh, yes, it's paradise. <laughs> oh, it sounds really made up, though, you know, as a fact. It might not work if you have safe search on. Oh, Make boy. sure there are no children in the room. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. They're Vulgar. That's so cool. If it's true. Hello and welcome to this episode of the I Should Have Known podcast, the trivia podcast that can't be trusted. Each week, our quiz master presents you with four big facts on a topic, but one of those facts is a lie. And we are kicking off hot month for August because I don't know about you, but where I am, it's very hot. I'm your quiz master, Andy, and I will be presenting you with four big facts about tropical islands. But one of my facts is a lie. So join Tanner, our other host, in trying to figure out which one it is. All right. Hot stuff. They are hot. So we're going to get right into the little hanging fruit. What are the names of Earth's two tropics? Mm -hmm. So there's the Tropic of Capricorn Mm -hmm. and the Tropic of Cancer. Right. And which is which? Oh, boy. I think it's Cancer in the north and Capricorn in the south. Exactly. And bonus point, what are their latitudes? So their latitudes have to do with the tilt of the earth, I'm pretty sure. I think they're the same degrees, so 23 and a half. Yes, you're exactly right. They're the same distance from the equator. So they are 23 degrees, 26 minutes, and 10.9 seconds north and south. Okay. And just as you said, Cancer is in the north and Capricorn is in the south. Mm-hmm. Do you know what they mean? It has something to do with the sun and the seasons? Yeah. The tropics are any place where the sun is directly overhead at least one day per year. Oh. So on the summer solstice in the northern hemisphere, mm-hmm. the sun is directly above the Tropic of Cancer. That's the furthest north it goes. And once it hits that on the solstice, it starts heading back south. Oh, wow. Until it reaches the Tropic of Capricorn in the southern hemisphere's summer solstice. Mm-hmm. And then it comes back north. Okay, for us. got it. Right. Let's talk about these islands. Yeah, so I'm going to be talking about four islands or island nations or island groups. Mm-hmm. And one of my facts is a lie. So be careful. It's a bit of a puzzler, but I hope you learn something interesting, even if you don't figure out the lie. But okay. we'll see. All right, let's dive into the first fact. So fact number one, be careful asking for directions in Bali because Kaja, usually translated as north, can sometimes actually be south. What? Why would your directions be anywhere near the same word? Yeah, so Bali is in Indonesia. The province of Bali consists of four islands. The biggest one being called Bali. The main language dialect in Indonesia is Bahasa Indonesia, also known as just Indonesian. Right. And Balinese is a related language, but is different. So this is the language they speak in Bali. Right. And Bali is a volcanic island. It's formed from volcanic activities. And the main mountain there is Mount Agung. And this is kind of a sacred mountain. Okay. So their most important direction it's kaja, mm-hmm. means literally uphill. Oh. So mountain word. And because, like I said, Mount Agung is so important, mm-hmm. usually it means the direction of Mount Agung. Often it's translated as north in English, because I think in Western culture, north is kind of the most important of the directions, at least nowadays. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've totally heard about this language in linguistics. Yeah, there are a couple languages that do this. These are called geocentric directions. Right. So they're different from north, south, east, west, which are based on the sun. Right. So they're based on features of the earth mm-hmm. on the ground. 
they have uphill and downhill. And then nowadays, not so much, but very traditionally, it was clockwise or counterclockwise around the shore of the island. What? That was how they orient themselves around the island. Yeah. So most people visit the southeast part of the island, which is very close to this mountain. Mm Mm-hmm. Kaja usually means north because they're in the south. Yeah. So mountain words would be north. Right. But technically, anywhere you go on Bali, Kaja means mountain word. Huh. So if you're on the north part of the island, yeah. it actually means south to you. Oh, wow. Yeah, that can be kind of confusing for <laughs> yeah. visitors. And it can be confusing for people to talk about even. But geocentric directions are very common. Probably the one most familiar to English speakers is downtown and uptown. Oh, yeah. Like on the island of Manhattan mm-hmm. in New York. That's literal. Yeah, that's so cool. If it's true. I mean, it could be a lie in so many different ways, right? It could be a different direction. It could be a different language. It could be a different island. But I think it's very interesting that you start off with Bali. This has got to be the most popular tropical island destination. Yeah. Yeah. Pre-pandemic, it had 6 million visitors per year. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. I want to hear about more islands. I got more. Cool. All right. So fact number two. In the Cook Islands, no building can be built higher than a coconut tree. What? Coconut tree? What? <laughs> yeah. As if this is a set height. Like coconut trees can be different heights, right? It's the tallest coconut tree. Oh. Okay. So where are the Cook Islands? They're named for an explorer who definitely went to Australia. Yes. So Captain James Cook. Yep. People erroneously say that he discovered Australia. No, he did not. No, he did not. But he went there. Yes. And he went to New Zealand and he went to the Cook Islands several times. And he was an English explorer. Mm -hmm. That's the most generous name for him. He sailed around a lot and cartographed. Yes. He mapped a lot of Oceania, this part of the world, for Europeans. Right. But there were already people living there. Right, right. But yeah, so they're named after him. And technically, they're not a sovereign state. Oh. They are a self-governing country in free association with New Zealand. Okay. So they're like basically as close to being a sovereign nation as you can be without actually being one. Okay. Yeah. So the Cook Islands are made up of 15 islands. 15? And there are about 17,000 people living on them. They have a total area of 91 square miles or 236 square kilometers. This is very sparsely populated unless they're all on like one island. Yeah. Not all of the islands are inhabited. Oh, okay. Yeah. The Cook Islands, the largest ethnicity there, they're called Cook Island Maori. Okay. So they're related to the Maori people from New Zealand, Mm -hmm. but it's kind of a more specific one. Mm -hmm. And that's also their language and their ethnicity. Oh, cool. And there's a government mandate that says no building shall be built taller than a coconut tree. (laughs) So... Why would you ever make a law that says you can't build a building taller than a coconut tree? Yeah, so the Cook Islands actually, I don't know if locals feel this way. This is just from research, but it seems like a really good example of the indigenous people and the inhabitants of an island really having control over what happens on their islands. Oh, wow. So there are no multinational brands in the Cook Islands. They don't want them. Hmm. They have their own government, and so they're governed by the people who live there. Mm -hmm. That's pretty interesting. Yeah, so it's a really cool place, and they have their own brewery. Oh, nice. Okay. If you need an added sweetener to visit, as if beautiful beaches and like a brewery, there are naturally no snakes and no spiders. 
Oh, yes, it's paradise. <laughs> right? That sounds yeah. pretty good. Yeah. That's a really cool place. It sounds like very unique. Yeah. Wow. I yeah. want to go check it out. I, of all the places we looked at, I was like, this is probably the one I'm most interested yeah. in. It's pretty cool. We'll have to do a I should have known on the road and let you know what yeah. the locals say. Yeah. There's a daily flight from Auckland. Perfect. So. Oh, it sounds really made up, though. You know, as a fact, the coconut tree, I would 100% believe that that was a lie because it sounds like something that you would read on Facebook and, oh, I want to share this. Like, it sounds so cool. A little exotic. As far as I could tell, it's true. Okay. We'll see. We're only halfway through. We got two more to go. Yeah. All right. Fact number three. The Austronesian people who first settled the Seychelles are more closely related to people from Taiwan than from East Africa. Taiwan. See, this fact should be surprising to people because the Seychelles is off the coast of Africa. It's off the right. east coast of Africa and the Indian Ocean, yes. Right. But they're Austronesian people. Yes, the Austronesian people are super interesting. This kind of refers to a language family in the similar vein as Indo-European. Mm -hmm. So the Indo-European people include many, many ethnic groups and right. countries. So yeah. this is kind of a blanket or umbrella term. Yeah, so the Austronesian people probably originated in Taiwan, and they are still the indigenous people of Taiwan. And then from there, they spread all over. So much of the islands of Southeast Asia and the Pacific Islands, actually, Polynesian and Indonesian are also Austronesian. All Polynesian languages are Austronesian. So right. Maori and mm -hmm. Cook Island Maori, also Austronesian yeah. languages. So these people, they made it even to Easter Island, and there's some evidence even to the mainland of South America. Wow. All the way across the Pacific. And they also went to the western part of the Indian Ocean to Madagascar and the Seychelles and these island groups. Wow. They just exploded and they went everywhere. Yeah, that's so far to sail. Yeah, they're excellent seafarers. Yeah. And they still today are right. famous for this. So, yeah. yeah. Wow. That is wild. But the Seychelles. So, the major ethnic group in the Seychelles is the Seychellois Creole. Sounds French. Yes. So, the French claimed the islands in 1756. Mm -hmm. If you look at the spelling of the country, it looks French too. So it's this makes French. total sense. Yeah, it's very French. So Seychellois Creole is both the dominant ethnic group and the official language. So the French and the British, it was colonized by both. They brought and enslaved Africans, mostly from the eastern part of Africa. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. similar to other regions like in the Caribbean, later after slavery was abolished, they brought in people from India and China to work as indentured servants mm -hmm. until 1976 when they became independent. So we have one of the darkest parts of human history yeah, to so thank for the official <laughs> language of this country. Yeah. Seychellois Creole is a French Creole. Mm -hmm. So if you don't know what a Creole is, it's a language that is formed from another language, but not naturally as passed on by parent to child, but generally by a, in this case, enslaved group mm -hmm. from their enslavers. So right. they had to learn French and it's not related to their native language. They didn't speak it growing up. So they learned it a little different and then it forms a new kind of language. So mm -hmm. there are many Creoles. Other French Creoles are famously in Louisiana in yep. the United States and Haitian Creole yep. is also a major Creole. Exactly. But this other language, the Austronesian language that they speak on the Seychelles is not this. No. As far as I could find, there are no speakers of this language. Oh, no. It's a dead language because all the native speakers are gone. Yeah. As oh, far wow. as I could find. Okay. 
Yeah. So we're talking Yikes. historical <laughs> record here. Yes. But the idea is the people who were indigenous to the island yeah. were more closely related to those people from Taiwan. Yeah. In the Pacific. Wow. Yeah. And how do they know that? From the language? And from like archaeological yeah. digs. They used a very specific kind of boat. Okay. These wayfinder boats. If you saw Moana, this yep. is a version of that. Yeah. So it's, it's like a tree hollowed out. Yes. Yeah. So the Seychelles are kind of an up-and-coming travel destination, and it's famous for its biodiversity. It is home to the world's largest nut, what? the Coco de Mer. I highly recommend you look up a photo huh. of a Coco de Mer, Okay. though it might not work if you have safe search on. Oh Make boy. sure there are no children in the room. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. They're Vulgar. Yeah. <laughs> But I'm trying to think of how this fact could be fake. It's just the Austronesian people's part. Being more closely related to people from Taiwan than East Africa. That would be pretty hard to believe just based on distance. But also, how would you make that up? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we'll have to see. Maybe one more fact about a tropical island. Yeah. Fact number four. The Tobago Main Ridge Forest Reserve is older than the United States of America. The what? <laughs> yeah. So we're talking about one of the islands of the two island nation, Trinidad and Tobago. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So we're in the Caribbean. Yeah. We've charted the globe. We've gone all the way around the world. Now. Yeah, we really have. Trinidad and Tobago. It's named after the two islands, Trinidad and Tobago. Mm -hmm. These islands are geographically quite interesting. So they are continental, which means they are not made of a volcano or an underwater mountain range. They are made up of the same ground as the continent of South America, mm -hmm. which it, they are also very close to. Okay. So these are two static, basically, islands off of South America. Yeah, they're basically two mountains that were a part of South America until the sea level rose and cut them off. Wow. Yeah. So in this way, they are covered in the same continental rainforest as the continent of South America in oh. that part. So near, they're very close to Venezuela. Yeah. Okay. So this rainforest is actually the continuation, but because they are separated, there is quite a lot of divergence. Yeah. So there are many species that are unique to these islands. Right. Because it was a continuous area and then mm -hmm. it got split off. Mm -hmm. And so now if something changes on the island, it doesn't necessarily change on the mainland or vice versa. Yeah. So being so close to the mainland, generally Trinidad is considered to be the first inhabited island in the Caribbean. Wow. So many different groups of people, and you can break them down, but the main groups are the Caribs, Taino, and Galibi have been living there for over 7,000 years. 7,000? Yeah. They've continuously been living there. Oh, boy. And they do still live there, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Christopher Columbus landed there mm. in 1498. Okay. And so it was originally claimed for Spain. Uh-huh. And then it went to France. And then for a brief period, it was returned to the indigenous people. Oh, wow. Which is awesome. Yeah. Except then our friends, the British, came in. No. And they wanted to establish sugar plantations. Yep. And so they brought and enslaved many Africans from West Africa. Mm -hmm. And again, same as with the Seychelles, once slavery is outlawed, they brought in many Indian people mm -hmm. and many Chinese people. And so it's a very culturally diverse place. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So 
when it was under British rule. Right. When the Brits came in and did what they do best. Well, this one British guy was not a totally bad guy. Yeah. So he pushed the British Parliament to protect this rainforest in Tobago Okay. on the main ridge. So there's a ridge that is the peaks of several mountains that mm -hmm. makes up the island of, of Tobago. And he finally, after 11 years, convinced them to make an ordinance protecting this rainforest making it the oldest legally protected rainforest for the purpose of conservation and not for something like the king's hunting grounds, but <laughs> yeah. for conservation. This ordinance was made April 13th, 1776. Oh, wow. So it is <laughs> technically older than the United States of America, which is generally said to have been founded the signing of the Declaration of Independence on July 4th. 1776. <laughs> Same year. Wow. Same year. A couple months earlier. Wow. But I mean, it still makes it the oldest. Right. It's still protected. And it is still protected. It's very popular with ecotourism, has yeah. won many international awards. It's a very like widely respected mm -hmm. conservation area. Wow. Yeah. That sounds so awesome. I want to go there. It's just pretty cool. Wow. Mm -hmm. Good thing they made that ordinance, to, what, 250 years ago? If that's true. <laughs> Yeah, so that was a lot of facts about islands. I'm sorry. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> I nerded out a you little bit. It was, so it was really fun. And, you know, it makes me think like, well, maybe I should give some tropical islands a try. Yeah. I have to load up on sunscreen yeah. and, I don't know, a portable fan or something. <laughs> maybe. Yes. Okay. Well, before I guess which one you made up, could you please repeat for me the four facts about tropical islands? All right. Fact number one, be careful asking for directions in Bali because Kaja, usually translated as north, can sometimes actually be south. Fact number two, in the Cook Islands, no building can be built higher than a coconut tree. Fact number three, the Austronesian people who first settled the Seychelles are more closely related to people from Taiwan than East Africa. And fact number four, the Tobago Main Ridge Forest Reserve is older than the United States of America. Wow. This is not easy. <laughs> I know. I, this one is a bit hard. Yeah. Okay. So fact number one, Kaja, the language one. I really like this geocentric directions in their language. I really like that idea. And so I hope that that's true. <laughs> I could definitely see it being a different language, but... I want that one to be true. The second one was about the coconut tree. And that one sounds very funny. And I'm afraid that it might be a little exoticizing. So I'm going to think that that one is probably the lie. I think the coconut tree is fake. I think that's taking advantage of what preconceptions people have of other cultures. Okay. Okay. I think that's a good line of thinking to be critical of your own preconceptions and the way you think of people. Though, as far as I can tell, the Cook Islanders really genuinely made this a rule and stick to it. <laughs> no way. I don't know if it's just kind of fun or if it's kind of the idea. So in many European cities or in Washington, D.C. in yeah. the U.S., yeah. It is a rule that no building can be built taller than the Washington Monument. Mm -hmm. And so maybe their version of that is a coconut tree. I think the point is ultimately like 
they don't want major huge buildings yeah. ruining their skylines and things like right. this. So that's cool that they wrote the law for the purpose of like protecting against skyscrapers, but they connected it to nature with the coconut tree. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I thought you had caught me in my lie. No way. So the lie is number three about Seychelles. Number three? Really? So the Austronesian people? The Austronesian people did make it all the way to and settled in the western part of the Indian Ocean in Madagascar. Uh-huh. But the Seychelles had no indigenous people. Oh. So when you were like, oh, do they still live there? I'm like, no. Uh, oh. No. <laughs> no, they no. don't because they never lived there. They missed it? As far as we know, at least there's no record of them settling there. Yeah. They probably saw it and probably did the same as the Portuguese and French and Spanish ships did, mm -hmm. where they stopped there to rest. Oh. And it was very popular with pirates Oh, because of this. Yeah. So this is very interesting to talk about indigenous people and what that means. Basically, it means that it's a group of humans who went and settled in a place before European colonization. Okay. So around 1480s. Yeah. So humans did a very good job of covering almost the whole globe. <laughs> yes. But there were islands that they didn't make it to till the Europeans built their huge ships to navigate much further distances from their home. That's so interesting. But yeah, the Austronesian people thing, everything I talked about, that's true for Madagascar. Oh, wow. Which is even further from Taiwan. But much larger. Yeah, that's and true. So, but the people in Madagascar are also descendants of the Bantu people, which are a group of ethnic groups from the southern and eastern part of Africa. Mm -hmm. Wow, that is cool. Yeah. That was pretty hot. I should have known. Thanks for listening to this episode of the I Should Have Known podcast. We'll be continuing our hot theme for the rest of August. If you liked it, please leave us a review wherever you listen to podcasts. And as always, thanks for listening. <laughs> On a tropical island. <laughs>